Blog Talk Radio. Tonight's show, The Universal Mind with Roderick Watkins, is on air live, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, on Loudmouth Radio. We hope that everyone has had a successful, exciting weekend and is having a great week starting today. And we are so happy to be back on air for our fall season. This has been an exciting summer. Uh, we have yet to uh, see what the rest of the year has for us, but thus far has been exciting. And I'm sure that everyone is really excited to know that we're back on air and you've been following us. And we want to thank all of our listeners, all of our supporters for providing this stage to be able to speak to each and every one of you, whether it's through an archive show, a live show, or remote, on location. We just want to know that we want you to know that we are definitely here to empower, inspire, and entertain. This show is being brought to you online at blogtalkradio.com slash loudmouthradio. We want to recognize all of our media sponsors, as we always do on each and every episode. And we want to make sure that you're aware of what's in your surrounding area. And we want to thank you for listening to Loudmouth Radio this evening. Harold's Chicken at 349 Edgewood Avenue in the Atlanta area. And their phone number, 4457700001, located right in the historic Edgewood, Auburn area, is a proud media sponsor of Loudmouth Radio. We also want to recognize Bright Car Spa who is actually right across the street from the Harold's Chicken at 360 Edgewood Avenue. And they are definitely a place that you want to stop in where they actually provide hand-detailed car walks and wax. And they're located online at brightcarspa.com, B-R-I-T-E-C-A-R-S-C-A.com. And we're really excited about our media sponsors as well, automazingautos.com out of the Southbridge area that's providing you with the affordability to find your next vehicle. They provide in-house as well as outside financing with down payments as low as $500 with domestic and luxury vehicles. So be sure to stop in and check them online at automazingautos.com. And tonight we just want to uh, make sure that we just make sure everyone is able to stay with us on Twitter. So if you're on social media tonight and you're listening to us online, you can tweet us at Loudmouth, which is L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-H. We're also on Instagram at Loudmouth. And we're on Facebook and Loudmouth Online. And so without further ado, we'd like to bring in your host for the evening, Mr. Roger Watkins. Hey, Sonny. Hello, everybody. This is Roderick Watkins of the Universal Mind. It is good to be back in the studio. How are you tonight, Sonny? I am awesome, Rod. It is great to hear your voice. It is great to hear. I know the excitement is just revelating out of your body beyond control. 
I am sitting up here. You you know me, very anxious and excited to get to tonight's show and just really looking forward, happy to be back on the air. And I just want to invite people to please feel free to call in. Our number is 347-826-7520 so that you can get us uh, talk to the uh, talk to our guest tonight, who is uh, Tom Cassano, uh, founder of Life Spotting uh, LifeCoachSpotting.com. So it's going to be a great show tonight. We got a lot of good information to get out there, and uh, also just want to thank our sponsors and just really looking forward to a great fall season all together. Uh, Sonny, I think we got a lot of good shows coming up, and we we're revamping some shows, and just a lot of good things coming up. So, with that stated, tonight's show is uh, again. My name is Roderick Watkins, and I am the host of the Universal Mind. Uh, if you want to go ahead and call in to speak to me or our guest tonight, you can call in at three four seven eight two six. 7520. Also, we're available at facebook.com, Loudmouth Online, and remember that's loud with two Ds, or you can reach us on Twitter at Loudmouth, and we do have people manning each of these pages, so feel free to post your comments or any other, any other questions that you might have. Uh, today's show, we're going to talk about life coaching and overcoming self-defeating uh, behaviors. Um, WebMD uh, defines uh, a life coach as a person who provides incentive and directions for their clients and uh, needs to improve uh, and provide means to improve people's careers, relationships, and lives. Um, life, life coaching is currently on the rise here in America it's all. It's been a very popular thing in Europe, and uh, in uh, the Economic Times, they're reporting uh, some great benefits from life coaching. Uh, it's even being recommended by companies, uh, a lot of upper management or people that have the means to uh, get a coach. Uh, usually, uh, you know, are reporting positive benefits of coaching, and so today we're going to go into that. And um, I'm happy that I have my guest tonight. He's going to show us uh, or hopefully provide us with resources um, and, and show us how we can find these coaches and, and a coach that suits your, your particular uh, – that suits your, for your particular needs or a, a financial or relationships or whatever the issues may be. Um, in the economic time – I'm sorry, on CBS Money Watch, it says, a good coach is someone who is an expert at helping others create positive change in their lives. For some clients, the positive change uh, they most want may be focused on personal goals, such as relationships, time management, work-life balance, stress reduction, simplification, and health but other clients may be more interested in professional or business goals, such as leadership, getting a promotion, starting a business, etc. An effective coach works with the client 
to help them live a better, richer life, regardless of their type of goal. So coaching is basically for everybody. Whether you have personal ambitions or professional ones, a coach can help you uh, uh, take your life uh, to that next level. Um, I just want to read some numbers here. And, again, this is from the Economic Times. It says that people who have coach, uh, people who have coaches have noticed a six-time uh, return investment of, uh, um, from the program cost. So I'll break that down to you what this means. It means basically that whatever they spent in coaching, that the benefit from coaching uh, benefited them six times uh, return whether it be in, uh, you know, as far as professional gain or in business as far as profits, that, that their benefit was six times whatever they originally invested in it. So you get your money back plus some. Uh, some other stats is 77 uh, is people who have taken coaching, 77% of them report improvements in their relationship. On a professional level, 67% of people have uh, shown improvement in teamwork. 61% have shown improvement in job satisfaction. And 48% have showed improvement in uh, job quality. So there are some beneficial and I want to say definitely uh, recordable statistics or recordable uh, proof that uh, coaching is is beneficial. So let's see. I think one of the uh, things that should be noted, though, is that uh, currently in the United States there is not a licensure board for coaching, and what I mean by that is there is no one licensing agency that uh, determines uh, uh, there's no license currently needed. So almost anybody can call themselves a coach. Now, I bring this up not to debunk the benefits of coaching, but to just uh, let people know that, you know, you really have to be careful out there because basically anybody can call them a coach, and a lot of people aren't certified that are using that uh, title of professional coach or life coach. So without further ado, on that note, I want to bring uh, our guest on, tonight's guest, so that we know as patrons what to look out for uh, when we're looking for a coach and how to find a qualified coach, uh, somebody that can help us get, uh, get past um, to reach our goals. Let me just read you a little about tonight's guest. Tom Cassano is the founder of Life Coach Spotter. Tom is the life coach, he's an entrepreneur, and he's an equities trader. He's passionate about self-improvement, helping other people grow, and empowering others to live their dreams. Uh, he lives in New York, where his business is based out of. And so with that, do I have Tom on the line? Yep, I'm right here with you, Roderick. Hi, how are you, Tom? Good, how are you doing? Pretty good. So uh, what, 
how was uh, that as, as far as some of the information that I was telling our viewers about life coaching uh, in regards to, uh, you know, we there is no current licensing board right now. And uh, what what should a person who is looking for a life coach be looking for? And how can they determine uh, a good coach or somebody that is reputable versus somebody who may not have their best interest in mind? That's a great question, Roderick, and I'm glad you brought it up. So you're right. There is no um, – to call yourself a life coach, you don't necessarily need any sort of um, – it's not like calling yourself uh, a psychotherapist or it's not like calling yourself um, having a title in other professions because coaching is a relatively new uh, profession and um, it's relatively new. It's only in the last 20 or 30 years or so. So um, things are still kind of coming together in terms of regulations and um, like you said, anyone can call themselves a life coach. So um, there's all kinds of training programs out there. There's all kinds of education and uh, courses and classes and different programs and whatnot that um, coaches take to um, get training. But like you said, someone might not have um, any of it. So, um, you know, actually, funnily enough, as I've been uh, asking life coaches themselves what they think is one of the most important factors when someone uh, is looking for a life coach and they're trying to find someone who's going to help them reach their goals, or make the changes in their life. What life coaches have almost universally uh, said is part of it is like your gut feeling or your intuition or that instinct telling you this feels right. Or you have that conversation with someone and you feel good, you feel connected, they're not judging you, um, they're on your level with you, they're not you know, sounding like they're trying to be better than you. or You know what I mean? You have that conversation with someone and you feel that sort of, um, they're with you, they're on your side, and that they understand you and that they have the, the means to take you where you want to go. Now, of course, um, you know, a lot of life coaches, they offer uh, a free initial consultation. So you get that opportunity, whether it's 20 minutes or an hour, and you can talk to them. You can ask them any questions. You can tell them what's going on with you. You can ask them their, their experience. Uh, you can find out more about their background and um, what, you know, you can ask for referrals. I mean, there's all kinds of ways that you can really try to find out if this is the, the right coach for you. And it's even suggested that you um, talk to a few coaches because you might talk to one really like the person and then you talk to someone else and you're like, wow, this person has a, a very different style or a different way of uh, approaching this. So uh, a lot of it is actually personal preference. And ultimately the most important thing is that you can get the results that you want to get. So funnily so, enough, oh, go ahead. Yeah. So you're saying is if you don't find if if you interview a coach or you go see a coach and that one isn't necessarily for you, don't don't throw all of coaching out. Just uh, try another coach. You recommend trying other coaches until you find the perfect fit. Absolutely, definitely. Yeah, I know a, a lot of times. Uh, a lot of times, some people get disgruntled. So. Uh, you know, if, if the, they assume that coaching isn't for them or any type of therapy, although I, I do, and we'll talk about that later, we'll make the distinguishing between therapy. But when 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 finding people, you don't. Uh, sometimes it doesn't always happen the first time or with the first person that you meet. It is a process of establishing some type of rapport or finding somebody that can establish rapport with you. 
hundred percent. Yep. Every every coach has a, a little bit of a different style, different experience, different background, different uh, methodologies or techniques or approaches that they're bringing to the table. So um, you might talk to two coaches and have very different experiences. And like you said, you know, um, you you don't want to um, assume that if you have you know if you talk to one coach and it doesn't feel right or doesn't seem right for you, it's not a reflection on all coaches. It's a reflection on that one coach. And maybe if you talk to another one, you'll have a different experience. So it's like anything else. You know, you can go to um, a restaurant and, you know, every restaurant is different, right? And they're serving different types of people and what they want. And you can have a bad experience at a restaurant and go to another uh, restaurant and have a great experience. Right. So I know a lot of our listeners are probably wondering, what is the difference between coaching and counseling or psychotherapy? Can yeah, you go into a, that? Or would you? Yeah. yeah, definitely. It's a great question. Uh, there's different ways of looking at it. One way I like to look at it is, and this isn't like ultimate fact or truth, but it's, it's a perspective, is uh, oftentimes therapy is dealing with um, things that have happened in your life in the past and how it's affecting you now in the present and how to cope with and deal with and manage those things, whether it's uh, emotional or whether it's um, things that have happened in your past. Uh, and, of course, you know, you're looking a little bit forward as well of how you're managing it in your life in the, in the present moment and, and where you want to go forward. Coaching, on the other hand, is more focused on where you are in the present moment now and where you want to be in the future and getting you from point A to point B, getting you from where you are today and you have a goal or a change you want to make and let's uh, get you to that. So it's a little more looking at your life towards the future and, and assumes a little bit more that um, the stuff that you would normally deal with in therapy is a little bit more managed or handled or you've kind of got some bearing on that. For instance, sometimes someone might be like um, feeling depressed. They're probably not a good candidate for coaching. They're probably a better candidate for therapy. Ah, okay. So that so as a coach, you are uh, taught to identify maybe some other issues and refer them out if they if they if they need other resources besides actual coaching. A hundred percent. A coach is not really um, trained, or you know, unless a coach is a psychotherapist or something of that nature, um, they're not really trained and equipped to deal with um, what would you call them? Um, I don't know the term, but you know, depression, bipolar all those sorts of psychological things. Or mental, in, in, in basically mental health issues. Or exactly. Things of that nature. There, you, you should be high-functioning, or I, I won't necessarily high-functioning, but your goal should, should be more towards uh, personal improvement, per se, than actually resolving some. If you're going to see a coach, you're going to see a coach for personal improvement, not necessarily to resolve mental health issues. Right, exactly. And, you know, it might be like some trauma or experiences from the past. Again, a coach is not really there for for that sort of stuff. A coach is really there for where you want to be in your life and, and what's preventing you from getting there and how we can get you there, how we can get you, whether it's emotional blocks or mental blocks or um, limiting beliefs or, or certain uh, maybe fear or anxiety or things that are holding you back really from taking your life to where you want, want it to be. So can uh, would it be okay for a client to see a coach in conjunction with their therapist, per se? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of our clients was doing that, and then she decided, you know what, she had stuff to deal with from her past, so she decided to focus more on the 
working with a therapist because it was a little too intense or overwhelming for her to be dealing with, you know, her, her intense experiences from the past while at the same time trying to focus on where she is staying moving forward. You know, there's like that whole emotional um, element of sort of kind of healing from the past. Okay, so I want to, I want to uh, shift uh, the conversation a little bit towards you. Now, how did you go from equity trading to coaching? It's a great question. Um, actually, while I was trading, I still trade in the stock market. I, I traded today, this morning. and um, But while I've been trading, um, I've always had an interest in helping other people. And so I was actually uh, coaching traders to improve their performance as a uh, you know, when you're trading in the stock market, really all you're trying to do is get the results of uh, performing better, um, making more money at the end of the day. And there's guys who are stuck who weren't really able to, um, you know, really make a, a decent amount to live on or, you know, perform even better so they can be making more money. So um, I, I was actually doing coaching in the stock market uh, with traders. And, you know, for about the last five years, I've done personal development work on myself. Because um, a long story short, I've come a very long way in my life where five years ago I really wasn't, um, you know, having many friends. I really wasn't very confident. I wasn't dating. Um, I was, you know, just things in my life just weren't really going so well. And um, I, I've come a long way in uh, those years, and I've, I've learned a lot of tricks and tools along the way. Um, and so from that point, then I started talking to life coaches and seeing how I could help them and work with them. And, um you know, since that point, it's really been uh, – and now, now I've got um, one foot in each world. Okay, so I'm going to stop you right there before we continue and just remind people that you're listening to A Universal Mind on blogtalkradio.com on the Loudmouth Radio Network. Uh, please feel free to call in and talk to Tom tonight at 347-826-7520. You can also reach us on Facebook at Loudmouth Radio, or you can tweet us at Loudmouth at Loudmouth.com. So uh, now, Tom, you formed this uh, you formed this company called Life Coach Spotting. What exactly uh, does your company do? Uh, if you go, to, it's a Life Coach Spotter uh, ER, and um, a lot of I apologize it... for that. <laughs> no, no worries, no worries at all. Of course, um, yeah, you know. Um, Basically, there's some educational material to, to explain to people what a life coach is, what a life coach does, um, how they work. There's videos. So there's uh, basic, like, educational material there for people. And then we also help people find a life coach for them. So uh, you might be focused in um, finding the right career for yourself. Or you might be focused in uh, building more confidence. Or uh, maybe you want um, a relationship coach. Or maybe you want a coach for um, some other goal you have or a bad habit. You know, there's all kinds of things that um, that a coach might specialize in. So what we do is we help people find a coach and match them up, and then they can do a consultation and see if the coach is right for them. Okay, so where do you get your coaches from? How do you, I mean, do you have a pool of coaches? How, how are you uh, determining, you know, where are these coaches coming from? Yeah, so um, interestingly enough, there's, I suppose it's a lot more exciting for people. Um, there's more interest in people wanting to do coaching and to be coaches. So there's actually a big pool of coaches out there who um, are, are looking for clients or they could take more clients on. Maybe they're seeing a certain amount every week, but they have room for more. Um, 
so there's this sort of, as coaching is new and people are hearing, you know, life coach, what's that? I don't need a coach for my life or they're, you know, learning better for the first time. There's actually a lot more uh, coaches available. So um, I've been working with um, several, um, you know, I've spoken to them over the phone, gotten to know them, make sure that they have the experience and that they, you know, or really rather just from speaking to someone on the phone and really getting to know them a little more deeply, you can get a sense of, where they're at. Some of them we've done like mock sessions, so I've gotten a sense of what their coaching is like. And um, so, yeah, we make sure that, you know, they're all good, um, high-quality coaches that are really going to help people. And then we get feedback from people. And, you know, so far, fingers crossed, no one has said that, you know, this coach stinks or hasn't worked out for me or anything like that. So Life Coach Coach Spotter actually has, uh, does a vetting process or has some type some certain criteria that their coaches need to meet. Or the exactly. Oh, that's great. So maybe you're on your way to being the licensing board for the coaches then, huh? <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. The, um, <laughs> the, uh, the big organization out there is called the ICF. It's the International Coach Federation. Um, okay. But there's other ones out there as well, but that's probably the biggest one that sort of um, has their criteria of um, – you know, their certification process and all that for, for coaching. Now, does LifeSpotter only refer out or do uh, or do you or does LifeSpotter uh, have their own set of coaches as well that are actually a part of the company? Yeah, it's, um, it's part of the company, so they're independent contractors, so they work for us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And how many, uh, about how, how large is your coaching pool or how many coaches do you guys currently have? Well, we started with a lot because we just wanted to, like you said, vet people and kind of um, find quality coaches. We actually have more coaches than we have demand for at the time. So um, we have up to about a dozen, but we're probably only using about four or so. Okay, great, great. So what now, I know that a lot of coaches, they do phone sessions, and that, that might make a lot of people uncomfortable not being able to meet uh, people in person. Are, do you, are phone sessions effective? Funnily enough, Roderick, and, you know, I wish it's something that everyone can just experience for, their self, for themselves so they really get to know what it's like. It, it's incredible how powerful a phone session can be in. You know, in this day and age, we also do video chat if uh, the client has a webcam or uh, an Apple product with the uh, camera built in. It's very easy to do uh, Skype or um, FaceTime or use any sort of uh, video chatting as well. But, you know, some some clients or some coaches actually prefer not doing it in person but doing it over the phone. And there's a few reasons for that. I mean, one is that you can get a better match or you can – you know, if you're living in the middle of, um, I don't know, in the middle of Kansas and there's not really many coaches around for you, then you can find, you know, one of the best coaches in New York or in San Francisco, let's say. But another reason is when you're speaking to someone, let's say, over the phone like you and I are right now, um, well, through the radio show, you get to focus a little bit more on the words that they're saying and the tonality that they're using and the feelings that maybe um, are coming to awareness in your body that maybe the you know you're, you're focusing towards. So you're, we're a little less concerned with um, you know the color of the shirt I'm wearing or maybe if I'm scratching my leg right now. Yeah, I'm not distracting you. These sound like minor things, but it's really amazing the, the depth of the connection and the rapport you can have with someone, even never having met them face to face. It's really powerful. 
Right, and again, your your focus is on moving them past whatever issues that are stopping them from their uh, success, and not necessarily behavioral things that a that a psychotherapist or a psychologist or somebody is looking for. Yeah, it, it can it can include like forming new habits or new um, daily rituals or new you know new patterns. You know, maybe if you're uh, watching a lot of TV all the time and you really want to be going to the gym, that sort of stuff. I mean, certainly that's involved as well. Um, uh-huh. But, but yeah, a lot of this stuff, as you well know, Roderick, it's it's more in our heads, in our, um, I don't know what you call it, your limbic system, basically in our emotional makeup and uh, our thought patterns and our habits and all this stuff. It's within us. It's not necessarily something outside of us. All right, Tom, well, we're getting ready to take a commercial break. And, again, I want to invite people to go ahead and call in at 347-826-7520 so that you can talk to me and Tom about coaching. And, and we're going to, when we come back, we're going to discuss uh, actual techniques or, that are used uh, to help you get past those barriers and, and, and take you to that next level. Uh, so we'll be back in a moment. Sonny, take it away. One second, we're queuing it up now. Okay, well, I guess we'll go ahead and continue. Uh, Hi, Rod. Hey, Sonny, there we go. Yes, we want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in to Loudmouth Radio tonight's show, The Universal Mind with Roderick Watkins. This is live with our special guest talking in regards to the benefits of life, having a life coaching, benefits of coaching. We want to thank our actual supporters as they're listening to Loudmouth Radio. If you're online at Twitter, tweet us at Loudmouth, L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-H. You can hashtag The Universal Mind. And we want to thank our premier sponsors for the evening. Bright Car Spa, located at 360 Edgewood Avenue in Atlanta, Georgia area, the home of Mini Detail and Car Wash. You can find them online at brightcarspa.com, B-R-I-T-E-C-A-R-S-T-A.com, as well as Harold's Chicken and Ice Bar, the tasty south side of Chicago's most successful and well-known fried chicken. Stop in at 349 Edgewood Avenue at Harold's Chicken and Ice Bar, and they open every day in the week in the heart of Auburn Avenue and Edgewood area. Also, AutoMazingAutos.com, located in Starbridge, Georgia, will help you find your next car. With down payments starting as low as $500, they'll be the next connection for you to find your nice car. Ride in luxury. Contact them online at AutoMazingAutos.com. And for all our listeners, we want to invite you out to the kickoff of the once-a-month comedy event, Relax and Laugh Thursdays, a loudmouth comedy show that's October 10th, 2013. Doors open at 7 p.m. We have online tickets available now for $25, $30 at the door. For more information, you can find out additional information for contact tickets and info at 706-363-3895. Back to you, Rod. Thank you, Sonny. And welcome back to the Universal Mind. My name is Roderick Watkins, and my guest today is Tom Cassano. He is the founder of LifeCoachingSpotter.com. You can call in and talk to Tom and myself at 
826-7520. Or you can contact us on Facebook at facebook.com, Loudmouth Online. Or you can tweet us. Or you can tweet us at Loudmouth. That's with two D's. L O U D D M O F. I'm sorry. M O U T H. All right. So tonight's uh, tonight's topic. We're talking about life coaching and uh, moving past self-defeating, moving past self-defeating uh, habits or behaviors. And with that. Uh, Tom, so what are some of the tools that life coaches use to help us get past or to help us become successful? You know, there are a lot of them. Um, And for a lot of people, you know, I was talking to someone last week and she was skeptical. She was saying, well, you know, I've had this issue going on for many years. How can someone, you know, make this all go away so quickly? And, um, you know, like I said before, coaches have all kinds of different tools. You know, there's one with a very fancy term. Maybe people have heard of this called neuro-linguistic programming. Yeah, have you heard that one? Yeah. Tony Robbins, right? Exactly, right. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, that's one way coaches go about it. Another one, funnily enough, is as simple as asking questions, but it's asking the right questions. It's asking questions that make people really think or think in a different way about what it is that their challenges or where they're feeling stuck or what the issue is. And sometimes it's even just getting that clarity of figuring out um, where the root of the problem is or where your power is, where your, your uh, opportunities and your possibilities are. Because sometimes when we feel stuck, we feel very disempowered, like we don't have um, choices or we don't have opportunities to do things, and sometimes it's about drawing out where is your power or what are the the possibilities and the options for you. And brainstorming is another, you know, brainstorming sounds like a simple thing, but um, it really just creates new ideas for people. And another one, sorry, I'm kind of rattling them off at this point, uh, is, um, yeah, another one is uh, uncovering limiting beliefs. And um, oftentimes it's a limiting belief deep down there that's keeping us stuck, and you come to learn that, it, it might not even be true. It's just something that you've been believing for the last several years, and, you know, it's making your life worse off. And then you realize, well, if I wasn't believing this thought or this idea that I'm holding, how much, life, how much better your life would be. And then you, there's a process to reverse that and then kind of, kind of um, come to terms to, you know, letting go of that. Can you provide us with an example of that? Sure. Um, well, would you mind being a um, like a um, doing a mock like uh, thing right now? I'm I'm all for it. <laughs> that's great. Okay, so what's a, what's a challenge or what's a, an issue that's or something you want to achieve or something you want to have in your life right now, Roderick? That you're maybe feeling frustrated or disappointed or it's not going the way you wanted to or. Well, uh, Tom, one of the things that I have been working on is uh, my current book, and I've just, uh, it's been real frustrating. It's a real bad uh, writer's block. And this is actually, it's interesting that you bring this up because this is is not mock. This is real. This is a real issue that I'm having. And um, I'm writing this guide. And it's just, uh, you know, I have a lot of information, but uh, just having the difficulty structuring it and and actually articulating what I want to say on paper 
I, I can discuss it all day, but when it comes to actually writing the words down, I just get lost and I'm stuck. Hmm. And what do you think the what do you think it might be that's the difference between you say it's easy for you to talk about it or discuss it, but then as soon as you have to go write about it, it sounds like you're having writer's block there. Is that right? Yes. Right. And so, what do you think uh, might be the difference, or what do you think might be um, preventing you from being able to, you know, let it flow out as easily as when you can talk about it, but then putting it on paper? Um, just writing is not that not that when you speak things in the air that they're not permanent, so to say. But writing just seems more permanent in some sense than speaking, maybe. And uh, you have time to, I feel with speaking, you know, I have I I have the time I need to recant or maybe correct myself, whereas writing it's just, it's there. You, 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 I feel like you have to be concise. That's deep what you just said, because it feels like a lot of, a lot of pressure, a lot, like hearing you say that, I feel weight on my shoulders because... If I'm going to say something, but it's going to be there forever, and I can't go back and change it, it's permanent, then I feel already like a little more paralysis in trying to write something. Right, right. And that, that's exactly what it is. I mean, I just, I'm I'm stopped. I'm just, I do just feel paralyzed with this. And it's funny that you say that about writing, because as we're um, speaking on your radio show right now, this show can be just as permanent. In 100 years, your great-great-great-grandkid might be listening to it. Very, 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 <laughs> that's, that's very good, yes. I, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about it in that manner. I don't and know. Other... I feel... mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. No, I just, uh, I, yeah, the light bulb just went off. I didn't, I just didn't compare it to that, and, uh, I don't know. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I. I I'm, you. You. You got me. I'm lost for words with that one. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to get you. But yeah, I, I appreciate what you're saying with the light bulb and everything. Um, but you know, the other thing is, um, you know, if, if let's say you're writing a rough draft, or let's say you're writing in your journal, you're just kind of getting some thoughts out on paper. Is that necessarily permanent? Is that going to go in the book absolutely, or is that just like some ideas you might? Rework and put in the book later. Yeah, well, I, I've actually I've, I have a deadline, and so what I'm writing is, is pretty much there. I've actually had to go back and talk to the, um, my publisher and and just basically let them know that I was not happy with the direction of the material that I'm I'm working with, and so I'm currently uh, in the process of restructuring and uh, reformatting the book. So. Uh, yeah, uh, for the most part, what I what I'm writing down now was uh, was it, and I was just really unhappy with it. Um, I turned in an initial rough draft, and uh, just really felt uh, really felt negative about the whole. Really didn't feel good about the whole uh, the whole manuscript. And what made you feel bad about it? Um. I felt I was just regurgitating information, and I don't. I don't necessarily. I didn't necessarily feel I did a good, uh, good job at that. Um, and I just felt like it was. It was. Uh, I just was. 
re, uh, regurgitating other people's information that I wasn't really speaking uh, my own thoughts or my voice. I, I didn't feel my voice in, in the uh, in the writing. And so is that something that um, is a challenge for you of, of uh, writing from your own voice and, and saying it from your perspective rather than just repeating what other people said? Um, yeah. I, 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 since it is my book or my name is going to be on it, I, I do want it. I want just more than my name to be on the book. You know, I, I, I do want people to uh, – I, I want to interject my passion, like my passion for this show here and how I feel about doing this and, and, and talking with you and, and uh, disseminating information that people can actually benefit from. Um, I just didn't have that same zeal or passion uh, with the material. I didn't feel like that information was getting across. And so what do you think would help you to bring that zeal and that passion into your writing? Yeah. Uh, that is a good question, and <laughs> that is one of the things I'm working on now. I do think that uh, one of the first things that I had to do was be honest about how I felt about the book, and so that that's helping that's helping me. And now that I'm asking, I've been asking my question is what uh, what pers- it, it's the perspective I'm writing it from. And so me, I am, and I'm, the way I resolve my issues or deal with my challenges in life is to uh, start internally first. And so when I was talking or when I was writing and delivering it to other people, I felt like I was, I felt like I was giving them excuses of why things happen or basically everything is external. I didn't feel like I was actually helping them change internally. And so now I'm looking at trying to write the book from that perspective on, on changes that they can make internally in order to affect the external world around them. So it sounds like you have more of the the purpose or or the reason, the sort of the, the perspective that you're offering people, which is um, helping them change internally rather than making excuses for why things happen around them. Exactly. Exactly, and that's what I felt like originally. I was just giving them reasons of why things were happening around them, and it was just like, oh, well, you can't do anything about it necessarily because that's just how things are, and that's just what I felt. You know, it, it just was like regurgitating this information, but I was like, it just didn't feel like there was any uh, effective change or, or or the perspective was just off for me. And just going back for a moment to the first thing you said was when you're writing, you feel like it's going to be permanent. And so there's this sort of pressure, this sort of like it's got to be, it's not perfectionism per se, but it's similar. It's like it's got to be right. It's got to be this really great way, otherwise it's not good enough. And I understand like you you can do a better job. Like you submitted the manuscript and it, it could be much better and you know your potential and so you want to do a great job. Right. Right. But, um, right. but, um, you know, I, I guess just to make a, a quick point, it's like, you know, I've had writer's block too, and a lot of times when people do, when we're out of flow, it's because we have this sort of pressure on us that some, a lot of times we put on ourselves or sometimes someone else is putting it on us. And so it makes uh-huh. it really hard for us to just sort of be in the moment kind of and let things come naturally. 
Um, and so I think oftentimes writer's block comes from that sort of pressure that it's not good enough, it's not right enough. But the, the beauty is, you know, like I could open up a Word document right now and just start typing and typing away, but I might write utter nonsense. It might be like the worst stuff in the world. But just getting mm-hmm. into that flow and getting into the the the, um, the writing process really allows me to kind of like open up the channel and start the start the flowing happening. And then, you know, even if I write something that's just mediocre, I can always go back and revise it. And as long as I have that in my mind, because if I, I start writing in this Word document and I have this sense of it, this is permanent, then it's that pressure. But if I have this, right. well, I, I can go back in, a, in an hour and rewrite this or rework it or change the wording around then it'll just flow because I'm not so um, focused on it's got to be, like, perfect or it's got to be just right. All right. Well, I will take that into account. So don't realize that I can go back and revise it and change it to how I need to. It doesn't have to necessarily be permanent. Yeah, I think that helped you uh, open it up. And, And just as a quick point, you know, I mean, I'm really just using the resources that I have, right? So all I've really done so far is ask you questions, made you think a little bit, and maybe sort mm-hmm. of um, help you, like, think about things in other ways. Has it been helpful for you so far? Do you feel any difference or change in perspective? Uh, no, I do, actually. And I, I, I think, uh, like I said, you know, you, you, caught me, you, you, you caught me right at the beginning, or not necessarily caught me, but pointed out a very good instance in the beginning. This radio show is permanent. We know once something's on the Internet, it lasts forever, and I really don't have the opportunity to revise anything. Uh, you know, I can I can probably come back to a later show maybe, and 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 do a retraction or or make some updates in that manner. But it's it's as permanent as as writing could be, and and yet I can do this comfortably. So uh, as I think, like I said, the light bulb went on there, and you know. I actually do have more of an opportunity to change things, uh, which I've already, you know, like I said, I've already went to my uh, publisher and uh, and 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 let them know uh, how I felt. So uh, that I, I I no longer have that excuse, so to speak. So that was that was a very good example. And again, I just want to remind everybody that you're listening to Tom Cassano. He is the fo- founder of LifeSpotter coach.com and uh, you're on the universal mind and with that we'll take our next break. Sonny? You're listening to The Universal Mind with Roderick Watkins live on Loudmouth Radio. For all our listeners, if you've been tuning in, this actual show will be available by archive of podcasts after 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can listen directly right off loudmouthradio.com as well as on Stitcher Radio where we're reaching over 4 million listeners, 20 iPhone and Android application users, and we're excited about our growth. We want to make sure that you're able to connect with us, and we want to hear what you have to say. So if you have topics, ideas, things that you would like to hear on our station, feel free to email us at loudmouthmedia at gmail or contact us at 706 Three six three three eight nine five. If you have a small business and you're looking to push your business out and elevate it, make sure you contact our media offices Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. On Friday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And we're always, always available at loudmouthmedia at gmail.com. Tonight's show has been an awesome show. 
We want to encourage our listeners to be sure to check out the website, lifecoachspotter.com. We want to thank Tom, who's been a part of our broadcast tonight. And we want to encourage you to stay connected with us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, any social media outlet you can get to, contact us. We also want to share with you to come out and celebrate October 10th, the kickoff of Relax and Laugh Thursdays, a loud mouth comedy event with featured guest comics that you would not want to miss, hosted by Ms. Wall Street, featuring headliner Ms. Terry Moore, just recently off the tour with Sinbad, as well as Dexter Tucker featuring as a headline act, and Little Step with the sounds of the ATL band and Owl Bates. This is a night that you're not going to want to miss. And that actual event is at 444 Highland Avenue Northeast in the Atlanta, Georgia market, and the zip code is 30312. For more information, you actually can find the information online as well as tickets at Loudmouth. Relax and Laugh Thursdays dot eventbrite.com. Hopefully I didn't say that too fast and you got it all. But if not, you can always archive it. <laughs> so we want to thank our listeners tonight for tuning in, and we are really grateful to have Mr. Rod back on air with us for the fall with Universal Mind, and I'm going to turn it over to him. Thank you again, Sonny, and, yes, I am happy to be back. Looking forward to this fall. Uh, season and what a great way to start it off and I just want to guys if you haven't been listening I just had a personal coaching session live uh it was only about five minutes five to ten minutes but it, it was it was very impactful and the only I have to thank Tom Cassano for that and Tom Cassano is the life the founder of lifespottercoach.com uh, if you want to talk to myself or Tom, please feel free to call us at 347-826-7520. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com, Loudmouth Online, or you can reach us on Twitter at Loudmouth. And remember, that's with two Ds, L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-H. I also want to remind people that, our show will be on demand it's after right after it airs, and it will be on demand at blogtalkradio.com, Loudmouth on the Loudmouth Radio Network. Tom, uh, again, just thank you so much for that uh, session <laughs> that we had. I, I think that was very, very powerful. Um, but... We always don't have resolutions that fast, right? So about how, on average, how long or how much coaching does a person normally need in order to get past issues? You know, it really depends on uh, a few different factors. One is uh, the issue and how deep it is, or sometimes there's like a few things going on. You know, it's not, it's not usually one thing. It's sometimes two or three things. Or there might be separate issues, but they're all things the person wants resolved. Um, sometimes it depends on um, the effectiveness of the coach or the technique that they're using. So, um, you know, for instance, there's one client I had for about maybe three sessions, maybe four, and mm-hmm. after that he felt like, okay, I'm good. You know, and then there's there's other people who, you know, maybe they're going to benefit from it for like three months or uh, even longer than that because, you know, they're, they're just still feeling the changes and they're they're still feeling the benefit and the impact from it. Gotcha. So what is the uh, 
I mean, uh, like pricing wise, is this only for well-to-do people, or how uh, how does the pricing work for coaching? Is it accepted by insurance? Is it all self-pay? That's a great question. So. Uh, insurance is not accepted because it's not looked at as a health thing. It's more of, uh, I guess, something you want for yourself. Um, the lowest I've really seen life coaches charge is probably around $50, maybe 40 or $50. Um, and then, you know, that's been, that's been an interesting topic because it's almost on par with uh, psychotherapists where um, fees might be somewhere in the $100 range for an hour session or 45-minute session. And everyone's a little bit different, you know. Um, you know, if you try to get like a coaching session with Tony Robbins, you know, I'm sure it's going to be a fortune, right? Because he's a guy in high demand. In fact, there's a hypnotherapist in LA. Uh, his name—I well, don't know if I should say his name—but he's very, very well. You know, has, has a, a big audience, and he's very good. And he charges like twenty grand or something for a session, or something like mind blowing. I was like, oh my. Oh my, you know, that is insane, but I suppose the results he can give someone an hour are that tremendous, or maybe it's, it is for these super rich people who, you know, feel they're going to get the benefits. I, honestly, I don't know, Roderick. But yeah, there, so there's a lot, of, a lot of variation in the in what the coaches charge. I guess uh, my point I'm trying to get at is, is, is I w- would like to know, is this something that everybody can do, or is this just for a specific level of people? Definitely. No, coaching is for anyone who wants to make a change in their life, reach a goal. Um, you know, it could be if you want to get motivated or if you just want to figure out where you're going in your life. Oftentimes we feel lost. We feel stuck. We feel we don't know what direction we're going, what the purpose of our life is, what we should do next. Even there's a lot of people who are in their um, 50s or actually just got uh, someone interested, um, got in touch with me yesterday or today. She was turning 60. You know, but in her life, she wants to figure out what direction to go in. Sometimes people in college. So it's a really, it's for anyone who wants to make a change. And it, it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It doesn't mean you don't know how to live your life. It just means that maybe you can improve your life in some way. And it's nice to have someone there with you to um, help you get there on the journey. Right, right. So what, uh, what's the next step for your business? Um. That's a great question. Um, What things do you have coming up? Sure, that's a great question. So the benefit of life coaching is it's one-on-one. So you get the direct impact, and I love working with people one-on-one, but um, it makes it a little difficult to scale and grow the business because it's all one-on-one. So one of the things I'm working on now is a couple of different membership sites online um, Mm -hmm. for a couple of existing um, websites. So... um, Basically, I'm creating the content and the um, the information for people to get there. And so, you know, actually, I I tried launching a membership site myself uh, just a couple weeks ago, and it it basically failed. Um, You know, I'm sure you might be familiar with marketing. It's uh, got to be the right message. People got to feel it. Got to believe it. And then they have to be able to take action and say, okay, I'm going to pay X amount of dollars to join this, you know, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever it is. Right, exactly. Yeah, you definitely have to find your niche, so to speak, and uh, and uh, it seems like the market is becoming more uh, more of a niche market each day. You have to find you have to direct your message towards the people, towards your audience, or it could fall flat. <laughs> exactly, and and the thing with life coaching is there is this sense of broadness of 
you know, there's so many different things in your life or ways that your life can be improved. So life coaches often uh, will run the gamut of, you know, motivation to reaching goals to uh, making a change and blah, blah, blah. So um, there is that broadness. But like you're saying, yeah, it's good to really focus on a particular area. Yeah. Well, I really have enjoyed tonight's uh, conversation and discussion and uh, would definitely like to have you back in the future. Um how can people get in contact with you or, yeah, how how can we get in contact with you? Twitter, phone, you want to go ahead and give us that information, Tom? Yeah, absolutely. Um, people are more than welcome to contact me in any way that they desire. Uh, as you've mentioned, the website is lifecoachspotter.com, but I encourage people, you can friend me on Facebook. My name is Tom Cassano. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Again, same thing, Tom Cassano. Um, what else? You can connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, you can send me an email, tom at lifecoachspotter.com. Um, I, I, I can't give out my phone number just yet. Maybe if someone reaches out to me and they want to talk on the phone, I'll go for it. Um, yeah, I'm very open, and, yeah, I don't fight. So I'd love to hear from people, see what they thought. Roderick, thank you so much for your, your pleasures. I love your show. I love the way you go about things, do your research, and ask great questions. And I've had a blast on here, so I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, and with that, I just uh, any last words or anything that you want to tell our uh, tell our viewers or our listeners, I should say. Sure. Um, when you're feeling stuck, or when you're feeling lost, or when you're feeling unmotivated, or any sort of negative feeling, it's good to take a moment to just relax, give yourself a little space, maybe take a deep breath, maybe. Um, change something up. You know, I went for a walk yesterday because I was just not feeling in the best mood or maybe read something that inspires you or change something up. Play your, your favorite song and start dancing to it. And then it's always good to remember that anything is possible for you in your life because while your past is fixed and will never be changed, uh, here right now in the present moment, you have, you're empowered to make decisions and your future is completely undetermined because it hasn't even happened yet. So, when you're feeling stuck or you're feeling kind of like a victim, just remind yourself that you could be anywhere in a week from now, in a month from now, a year from now. Your life can go anywhere. And when you remember that possibility for yourself, you start to feel better because now you're empowered again. Things can happen for you in your life. Uh, a very powerful message. Well, thank you again, Tom, for coming on. And again, I, I, I don't know what to say. I appreciate the uh I, I I definitely have to acknowledge you in the book now and appreciate your help help with that. So um and again I would love to have you on the show in the future as well. Thanks so much, Roderick. It's been a pleasure. Shout out to Art Jackson for connecting us and uh yeah, thanks again so much. I've had a blast and uh, please feel free to contact me, uh, anyone who's been listening. Uh, feel free to reach out. And thanks again, Roderick. I've had a blast. And Sonny, thank you. Yeah, you have, a, you have a good night. Thank you. All right. And, everybody, I just want to thank you, my, viewer, my listeners, for listening to uh, the first uh, show of the new season of The Universal Mind on loudmouthradio.com. And just invite you to stay in tune tomorrow night because we have Jazzy Jones, on the air as well with the bare truth, and her topic is, I'm not mad at God, I'm a happy atheist. Ooh, I just get chills thinking about that one, so you know I'll definitely be listening, Jazzy, and looking forward to calling in. And just remember, everybody, that 
as soon as we're off the air, this show will be uploaded and ready on demand. All you have to do is go to Blog Talk Radio to uh, Loudmouth Online. That's the name of our radio network, Loudmouth Online, and you can listen to this again or download it at your le- and listen to it at your leisure. Thank you again. This has been Roderick Watkins of the Universal Mind. Join me next week. And remember, to achieve all that is possible, we must attempt the impossible. Good night, everybody. And this has been an awesome show, The Universal Mind with Robert Watkins. And like Rod said, the show will be available for archive after 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Feel free to go to blogtalkradio.com slash loudmouthradio or go straight to our site, loudmouthradio.com, which allows you to hear all our archive shows. It has been an awesome show, and we're so appreciative of our listeners. And we look forward to hearing you again tomorrow night on air with us at 8 p.m. as the bare truth. Love, Life, Sex, and Flowers with Ms. Jazzy Jones. I'm sure it will be a show that may have your head spinning. Until then, we want to thank our media sponsors, Bright Car Spa at 360 Edgewood Avenue, Hell's Chicken and Ice Bar at 349 Edgewood Avenue, and AutoMazingAutos.com at 4282 North Henry Boulevard in Stockbridge. This has been an awesome night on Live Mouth Radio. Have a good evening.